0: Hello, everybody. Hello again, everyone. It's Dave and Jeff. And this is episode 219. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I
1: think that's right. Wow. Of the two half squads.
0: The one and only
1: podcast on the net. Yeah. Dedicated 100%. Really, 100%. And if it's not that, we're still going to call it 100%.
0: (laughs) And we won't apologize to the greatest game in the world. Advanced squad leader. And we are your hosts. We are. And it is Blue suede. Oh, it is.
1: Yeah. S W E D E, Swede. Yeah, Blue Swede. What do you know? Yeah. I think you, I had you a You 40- thought it was Suede?
0: I thought I had a 45 of that, and it was Blue suede. Yeah,
1: it's Suede would be S-U-E-D-E. E D
0: D yeah. E. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It is Blue Swede. Yeah. Great song.
1: Yeah. Wonder what happened
0: to those guys. One hit wonders.
1: Yeah. But uh, that was a good one. Do you remember it when it was a hit?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, you're only a couple of years, a few years behind me. Mm -hmm. So, how's Dave? Doing fine, sir. Yep. Looks like we've survived the winter here in the great Chicago Northwest. Yeah, 50 degree weather
0: coming. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of nice. It's hard
1: to believe that just a month ago, it was 50 below. And now we're going to be at 50 above. I don't know. Well, with wind chill, we got the yes, 50 it below. was. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, <sighs> nasty. That was something nasty. And then one day we had fifty mile an hour winds. I didn't go outside that day.
0: Don't really like the wind. I remember leaning, having to lean literally backward a bit to not get yeah, over. That's
1: amazing. I mean, that's. I don't know. It seems a little um, unusual. Unusual weather we're having lately, David. <laughs> Wouldn't you say?
0: But anyway, we're coming out of it, and I'm looking forward to that. Did I tell you with the play auditions, we had a parent that wanted to demand they be redone? Demand the auditions be redone? Yeah. Why? Because their child was a chorus, made it into the chorus, and not a lead. You can't just demand that. They did. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's gone yet or if they're still pushing it at some higher level. They wanted an outside observer, and they wanted it recorded to make sure it's fair this time. <sighs> I know. I How know. How do you do that? I know. I actually, you know, this the last time I'm probably doing this show. I don't know if I'll go back ne- next year and do it, but. The uh, show I, at school. At, not, not this yeah, show. school play. No. Yeah. Yes, no, <laughs> not, we were good for a few more. Um. And I, That's you know, at this stage in my career, I'm like, you know, I say yes, as long as those parents call all the other parents at home and let them know that this is going to be recast, their child no longer has the part they thought they had, to make sure it's fair, and that they were the ones demanding it. If they will do that, if they have the chutzpah, chutzpah, <laughs> chutzpah, the yeah. nuts, dalls ss to yeah. <laughs> To actually do that and follow through on that. Yeah. And they'll st- – I would love to see the chaos erupt.
1: Well, and wouldn't their child be would be a become a pariah at oh, the school. for Or a piranha. Yeah. Oh, a pariah. Wouldn't that
0: be – can you imagine the chaos? Even no. if they had us do it and simply report that a set of parents yeah. are demanding – and I had to call everybody, oh, man, could it be fun. Oh, I'll yeah. I bet it would make the newspapers.
1: I'll bet it would. <laughs> I'll bet it would. You know, I um, – we know somebody that is a French horn player and often auditions for the Chicago Symphony and the um, Lyric Opera Orchestra and others. And when he goes in to audition, it's a blind audition. They, they go in behind a curtain. Oh, yeah. And right. the people listening, the judges, have no idea if it's a man or a woman or what Race, you look like anything. or anything, which is really a good way to do it. You don't have that luxury, though, if you're doing Oklahoma because it's a visual... Things. so you have to get somebody that looks the part I Correct. guess you know well to some extent to I, some I don't extent. mean racially, but.
0: now that's where you get into this interesting thing because yeah. clearly for basketball you know you can't take the overweight guy you know because he can't play as well as the is it based on his handicap or is it based on you know then you get the issue about handicapped people being in the plays and we've had uh a student in a wheelchair on our stage. Hmm. So we try not to let that factor into anything, and race never factors into anything ever. Yeah, but here it's so subtle, and the my principal finally understands how this goes because he took the time to question me thoroughly before. After my initial email did not satisfy them, they demanded to know how I reached my decision. Uh, they he interviewed me for like 15 minutes to really understand the process. And he was eye-opening for him because I said, you know, Rob, I can be really loving this kid in the role, you know, Aunt Eller, okay? Can you cast a younger, seeming, either vocal-quality person as Aunt Eller? No. You need to find someone who strikes you as an older lady. An mm. old lady, practically, right? Yeah. In an eighth grade body. So there's a vocal quality that you're hearing. Maybe it's a kid's got a raspier voice. You know, if it's a tie and they both can sing and they both can act, you're going with all those little details. Yeah. That's you right. Know, it's a character you're trying to fit. And so, you know, I could say, I love this girl. My music director goes, Dave, she's a soprano. Eight oh Annie's an alto. You can't put her there. Oh, too bad. You know? Yeah. They, they, that, you yeah. can't do it because of that. So. No, it's gotta fit. Kid Person's may sing. Fit. Yeah. And so looks gets a little tricky. Uh, Judd character. You get an actor who's more baby faced. Uh, can he, can he pull it off? So we had all the boys read, to be mean, read it like you're angry. Read it like you're just gonna get somebody later. And the kid that won the part just could do that a little better mm. than the one that didn't, yeah, and then this was ended up being a non singing role for Judd in this play, so that canceled out the other student's great singing ability and sadly put a student who was a lead last year not a lead this year mm. why you didn't read it mean enough, yeah, I just this kid's more convincing, not better actor, well, better at acting mean. Yes, you sing much better than him. Yes, you would make a better this other part, mm. but not this one. Yeah. And that's how it goes down. So. Seems fair to me. Yeah. You're creating, it's got to go that way. Yeah. And it is a visual thing as well as an audio, right? Listening kind of thing. Yeah. So, and the panel of three of us uh, often concur, which is reassuring that we know we're all seeing yes. the same thing. Right. 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 It's very rare, I'm out in left field. With something. You know, I got voted down on one kid that I thought should have been up higher. Hmm. That's it. Everyone else we basically agreed on. I don't envy you. And it breaks you. your heart. Yeah, because you're looking at all these great kids you love. Yeah. Who were leads last year and you're going, well, now where do I put them? There's nothing left. You know, you filled your seven leads. Yeah. Better to find plays with lots of leads. Well. For schools. Even then. Still going to run You're out. You're
1: going to run into these kind of issues.
0: Yeah, and I thought one of the solutions was every kid makes the play. Yeah. Because it used to be kids that didn't make the play complained occasionally. And it's not a lot. I mean, every year it's like one family. um, Out of 60 to 120 was my record we ran through. Wow. And uh that's not the solution anymore because the last three years, students who are in the show complained. You know what I mean. Oh, yeah. It wasn't kids that got cut. It was ones that made it that weren't satisfied. They weren't leads or the parents weren't. Ah. And they're still complaining. So that means you could put all 80 of them up there, cram them on a stage for a couple of numbers, and then uh, they're yeah. you know, still complaining. So. Wow. But once we get them together, you build a bond. It's You're all going to love each other now. I understand the hardship and your feeling that kid was better than this kid. I understand that. Because. Multiple children could play these parts. We have such a good talent group. Really, you know, though Great it's candidate. it's
1: like at the ASL. I'm going to complain. I'm I already know. I'm going to complain at the ASL Open that I did not
0: win. <laughs> demand a trophy for. all I'm going to
1: demand a trophy because I mean I'm not. I don't think I'm going to go this year. But
0: I yeah, still want that gonna trophy. We're
1: not going to make it this year. I yeah. still want that trophy. I
0: deserve that trophy as much <laughs> as anybody. for not going. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Rich Domovic. I'm I, talentless. I have Rich Domovic's uh, St. Louis tournament trophy at my house. Rich, how, if you're listening. How did that happen? What did you do, do but, Rob? Do go through his because trunk? Because Bur- Bur- Burris, Burris came up. Remember? My son oh, hit his yeah, car. yeah, yeah, yeah. My son hit his car. <laughs> oh, embarrassing. I'm still sorry, Jim, about that. Yeah. <laughs> So he le- he left the, the it, it, in my house. And I haven't had a passel, and Domovic isn't coming out on the weeknights anymore for the passels. So uh, we're all getting a little older. Longer drive, he's from the city, you know, yeah. for a weeknight for two or three hours of right. ASL. Right, it's not you know. So he's like, put me on your Saturday list. So if I ever can get a Saturday thing going, yeah, then it'd be worthwhile for him to come out. So, and what else with you? Sorry, I didn't mean to just monopolize that with my.
1: No, that's okay. Discussion. That's interesting. It's just mind-blowing it's, that someone it's could say yeah.
0: redo them. We demand it. Yeah. With videotaped and with an outside uh, judge. Yeah. <sighs> wow. And it's an insult to me. Oh, yes. I've done this 29 years. You know, everyone says your show is very well cast at the end of the thing, usually. Once in a while, you do make a mistake. You're in mm-hmm. a month in and you're going, where's that kid that auditioned that I – was better than this one I'm mm. seeing now. Yeah. And you kind of go, hey, pick it up again. Do it like, remember in the audition? And I am doing it like the audition. And you're like, did I just make a mistake? Maybe. It can happen. Yeah. We admit that too. It's life.
1: It happened in Lord of the Rings. They cast Stuart Townsend to play Aragorn. And they got a month into the shooting. I think it was a month. And they decided he was too young for the part. So they recast it. Sent Stuart Townsend home and got Vigo
0: Mortensen. I wasn't a huge fan of Viggo. Oh, is that right? Yeah. How come? Mumbly talk. Mumbly? Mumbly talk. He was a little mumbly. A little too low-key or something. I don't know.
1: Well, they wrote the character kind of that way, to be a little... Uh, a
0: mysterious ranger type. Yeah, but also
1: unsure of himself as the leader of the of men. And Tolkien did not do that. I don't think so, right? He was like. But they did it in the movie to add some, some tension, okay. some dramatic tension there. Peter Jackson talked about that. Oh. But.
0: Yeah. When he was here last week, why didn't you call me? You know, Peter like, Jackson? Yeah. You know, I'm a yeah, fan. Yeah. Well, he and I just hang out in did our you, shorts. Did you see the Big Bang Theory? Uh, no. With the D and D? No. There's this famous actor, of course, I'll blow this. I don't know. He plays a villain on a superhero movies. He's big. He's Women love him. He's built. He's not The Rock. He's a, not Vin Diesel. No, he's a and d player. I saw him on yeah, Colbert. But Vin Diesel used to be like D&D. Yeah, Vin Diesel did too. And yeah. now this guy does. Ah. And he was on Colbert and they showed his dungeon, his game room. He's got a giant beholder. 3D. Oh, yeah. He's got dragon heads. You probably can Google like a Colbert D and D guy on TV. And then he appeared in the Big Bang. Their friend is gaming celebrity D and D. Oh, William Shatner. This guy who I should know his name, I guess, but, and then, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Wow. Yeah. And some other guy. Holy cow. Star studded episode. It's funny to hear William Mm -hmm. Shatner say it's an Atyug. And then Kareem Abdul Jabbar say, "Are you sure it's not a Neo Archug, which you don't get because you don't, no. you never fought those things yet, no. have you? Uh, go back. I haven't get you yet, Jeff. You're not safe from those yet. Coming up.
1: Well, why don't we get on to some of our uh,
0: tonight's fun events? Little loose ends from last show. Yeah, we've got a what's
1: in the box. Still kind of hanging out there. To, what's, or, finish. As I like to call it what's in the box? Just to make it official. Oh, you, you did say it? it! No, no, yeah, you did ahead. it! No, you're I, good. I, I,
0: um, there is a series replay that we didn't really talk about. I guess it wouldn't take too long to add it in here.
1: Yeah, we were going back to the Lafranck Terriers, oh. uh, number fourteen, volume fourteen. Yeah, series replay: A Grain
0: so. of Sand by uh, Lionel Cullen and Philippe Romer and Gil Mail Sorry if I butcher your names. And, but you expect that now from us? Yeah. And it's a nice one. Uh, again, I read them. I don't follow. They do, a, they do a map. They could do more maps to show the movement. Their maps, they're doing this cool see-through thing now with these counters on all these map boards and things. Mm. The, the digital technology and the players lay out their sides. And the neutral commentator was the scenario designer. And uh, one thing is when they show their maps, I think they switched angles sometimes. I always like them to be the same angle. Yeah, like you know, the
1: north, south, east, west. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Right.
0: And then I, I never really have followed each step by step replay where they list. Oh, things like the M4A2, A takes a free vehicle cover arc change, and then they roll the die. 17 DD3 Panzer 4 JH BMG CMG AAMG fires on DD6 +1 plus +3 plus uh, wow Gyro modifiers yeah detailed R- DR 1 and 5 it's a 6 ends up in a 7 normal morale check any break pin and so on so i just follow the narration so if you like to yeah. you know again you don't get a chance to play enough ASL and you want to read along as some guys are playing and talking about their game, you can pick up some strategy and tactics. I didn't highlight anything in this this one particularly. And you
1: could probably pick up some how to play the game mm-hmm. from this. Oh, basically. By basics? playing through, following all, yeah, just basic yeah, stuff. Yeah, if you yeah. did that,
0: right. Yep. Yeah, you could. From reading the narration, you couldn't as much right. as talking tactics. Right. But... Yep, all the way to the end. So that that finishes off LFT. Pictures at the end, they have the guys traveling with their magazine all the time into historical places. There's a picture of Ray Wolzin. He's a, a famous name. First Aslox Grofaz. ASL uh, Open? No, I'm sorry. Oktoberfest? The Grofaz, remember that was yeah. some weird, you know... Be that person. Ray Wolson shaking hands with X was that Vitry, uh, Xavier Xavier Vitry, yeah. in front of the FT seventeen tank. Wow, thirty meters from the wagon where the World War One armistice was signed. Wow, in Compiègne on October two thousand eighteen. Ray wilson we should interview you. Why don't you give us send us an email. And then a picture of Hans Millions and Zante with an impressive view of a J.S. Joseph Stalin tank looking down the barrel. So, Jeff, when we travel, we'll have to remember to take our magazine with us and send our picture in, We're going to have to take a trunk load of stuff, <laughs> I think. Did you
1: cover this article?
0: Um, No, you're right. Birds yeah, of Prey. Yeah, did you want to? Um, boy.
1: I, didn't, I haven't read it. I just didn't know if you wanted to go I through think it. It looked really interesting. I could though. add it maybe later. Okay. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. It looks really good.
0: Yes, you're right. We need to point that out. You yeah. get a good old how to do air power.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, airplanes in in the in the scenario. So maybe I'll record that on my own and tack it on the show if you're okay with that. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah. Good you had, idea. You had all your history articles on the Italians. Some debate about the quality of the Italians. A good air support article. Wonderful air support article, and then a series replay.
1: So if you listeners, if you have not ever bought an LFT product, we encourage you to do it. And this would be a really good one because there's so much good stuff in here. Seriously.
0: Yeah. I'll also look at the scenarios separately too, but the counters time to look at those. Look at all the counters, Dave. Now you would be able to get your color counters from broken ground design. One of our sponsors. And, uh, I'm thinking of using both these and those to mix them up a bit. Um, but these are unique from those, and in, in that broken ground are the ones that go with ASL only, whereas I have a counter sheet that's Italian infantry that includes a 548 with a smoke exponent of 2, and it underlined, although the underline is curving under the, Right on the edge of the counter a little bit. Hmm. Got offset a little bit, just a tad too oh, okay. low, maybe. Yeah, but it's still cool. And they're color Italians, and they have a smoke exponent of two in the assault fire and advancing fire. They're half squads, demolition charges, and the five three sevens. Which again, when you read all these articles, they tell you how they're the would be the the um, Italian paratroopers. That article we didn't get to, right. And 4 4 eights, which apparently I think were in the original. And some of these, they're elite. Now, he's done different colored uniforms. Some have the gray with the feather. I think that's the Bessarliari Bizar- or whatever that was. And then, so they're historically accurate uniforms. And then these Paras, I think, are Para outfits. Yeah, they have a, sh- a smaller helmet. German-style Fallschirmjäger, I think. Kind of thing. And then your standard three four sevens in the standard Italian gray uniform and the three four sixes. Three 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 sixes. The flamethrowers are on here. And he did counters that have the are they assault engineers? Yeah, look, they're like whipping grenades, they got a um demolition charge on the counter. And those, yes, those would go with the 548s, which could be assault engineers. Some of them have the um, demolition charge on them. Much the style of which, who does that? Is that? That's our good friends at Bounding Fire? Uh, I think they do. Oh, yes. Yeah, they started right. doing that? Yes. Or was it MMP2?
1: I think it was Bounding Fire.
0: And Broken Side, very cool. Have you looked at this Broken Side figure's? I've got
1: my magnifying glass out here. Oh yeah, you're gonna need it. Oh yeah, look at that—the broken side. So there's there's one guy just sitting, one guy with his hands over his head sitting, and one guy lying down, and very detailed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very and you have cool. the you have the other set.
1: Yeah, the other set has some leaders on it. These are interesting leaders. I li- I like these, and the leaders. I'm guessing that these are all guys that have been. With LFT or done playtesting with LFT, because uh, there's a lot, a lot of them on here with various names, of course, for those people. But there's one leader here that's sort of, most of them are just sort of standing, holding a gun. This one's sort of trotting along, looks rather happy. The nine neg one. You'd
0: be happy too if you were a nine neg one. Yeah.
1: I don't know why he's trotting or what the difference is. Oh, there's a couple on here that are trot trotting, it looks like. Look at this guy. Right there. Oh,
0: yes. Yes, he is. So Out did, for did a jog. They,
1: they really didn't send anything with an explanation of what all of these are. No, they? unlike
0: they, broken ground, right? Yeah.
1: Then there's a bunch of fighter bombers and dive
0: bombers. Yeah, now what color are all those counters?
1: Well, there's some green-looking ones. For uh, Americans. And then there's some, I don't know, those look Russian.
0: Yep, Russian. Then the Germans. Germans.
1: Then the orange
0: ones here. Japanese. Oh,
1: yes. Right. The zeros and on there.
0: As well as the Italian planes. Is that the Italians there? Uh-huh. Yeah. The gray, uh, the blue, the, oh, French may be oh, that yes, blue. Oh, yes, right. Or an Allied miner's, but there's only two fo- two of those. Yeah. Then the British and the British, right? Very
1: detailed, really good art on here. There's and there's some uh, light machine guns, some mortars, piats.
0: The full complement of support weapons are those all for the Italians then, do?
1: And then look at these sniper counters. The ladies.
0: <laughs> oh wait, there's yeah. five
1: counters. <laughs> in three white, three of them have three ladies on in skirts. And two of them have two. It's a half it's like a full squad of ladies and a half squad of ladies. It's the two Barbie
0: game. You think that's it? I think it's the Barbie game incorporated into <laughs> ASL. And there's a guy on the side saying, Ciao Ragazzi running along. That's pretty funny. And there's sheep in the middle.
1: Oh, is that sheep? Oh, is there's that what that extras. is? Okay.
0: That's they're not real counters, it's just extra art they stuck okay. in there. They're artists having a little fun again. That's yeah pretty so amazing, Jeff uh civilians, but but <laughs> <laughs> look at them on the back, did you look at them on the back, the ladies with their skirts,
1: oh, yeah, they're doing a little dance, they're kind of oh, they look
0: like little anime Japanese do. girls they
1: do they're zero <laughs> zero sixes, the first so zero.
0: they're like prisoners, maybe so. I wonder if they fit a scenario that was put out. We'll have to go through the I scenarios don't and think find they out. you mention that at all? In this the is magazine. hilarious, though. Worth it just for those counters. It, it definitely, and of course, I love the turn counter with the Italian uh, artwork on it. Yeah, the colors
1: and the sniper counter, mm-hmm. very nice.
0: Yeah, and the planes. So. Let me take a look at the planes. I'm wondering, historically, yeah. Yep, those are Sturmoviks for the Russians. Japanese, I see a zero. Actually, I'm making those up. I can't recognize the Japanese silhouettes as well. Uh, Italian planes, I don't know well. Oh, there's even an early war fighter bomber. Looks like a biplane. Oh, really? And then that's the uh, Messerschmitt. So these are all specific planes. I would believe. Why'd they give us a couple of FFE2 white phosphorus markers and smoke? Yeah. Oh, for your, sure. When you do FFE and you're throwing smoke, they don't have counters for that. Now you do. Wow, that's thoughtful. Boy, people are really. Yeah, right? You can throw a smoke OBA. Oh, right. Yeah. And you just say it's smoke. Now you can mark the middle one. And, and and remember. Yeah. And you can put the smoke on those women counters. Yes, you can. And just smoke them.
1: Turn on the smoke machine.
0: And the disco light. And so I think with that, it's time for a word from our sponsor.
1: Oh, Yes. Hey, Dave, this was a great idea to get out of the house for a change and come to this cool nightclub.
0: This is really amazing, Jeffrey, except I am blinded by the disco ball.
1: Well, as soon as your eyes get back and adjust to the light, look at those girls over there. Oh, I can see them now. Look at them, Jeffrey. Maybe they would go out with us. Do you think they would? They would never go out with us. What do we have to offer them? Maybe we could offer them some Bounding Fire Productions products.
0: Oh, why, of course. Bounding Fire produces only the best thoroughly play-tested, action-packed scenarios and Mm -hmm. campaigns. Mm -hmm. They're committed to customer service. That's right. How could anybody possibly resist something from Bounding Fire Productions? They could not. We could give them our lines, you know, our pickup lines, like, um, Hey, girls, you want to go into the rubble? Oh, that's a good one, Dave. Or how about if I said, Hey, ladies... Let's go to the high ground Oh, that would work every time We can put the Operation Cobra Into work here now To help us achieve our objective schmidt With these oh, lovely ladies oh, That's so good That's really good, Dave Good thinking
1: Maybe they would want to see our crucible of steel Oh, especially mine I think so And by the end of the night Poland would be in flames oh, It's gonna be a hot one, too. And Let's go over there and talk I'm so to excited. them. so uh, excited. Come on. Go, go ahead. You, you, okay, go ahead. Hey, ladies. Uh, do you want to go maybe not just to the beach, but beyond the beachhead? Ow! Hello, boys and girls. It's terrain time. And so it must be terrain time because they just the the ladies just sang the terrain time music. I'm thinking terrain
0: time. It it's is terrain time. Been a while, yeah. It has too many interviews and products rolling in.
1: Yeah, so it's good we'll get back to basics. So, what did you cover, Dave? Or do you want me to go? Oh, why don't you go first? I'm covering. Uh, the, 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 let's see, mines. So we're in uh, chapter A, section twenty eight point one mines minefields mines and minefields minefields are a form of fortification but uh what i like about mines is that they're only revealed well most of the time only revealed during play so they're the kind of things that you can hide which it i does like make the, it... i like the fog of war uh-huh. part of that uh uh-huh. as the defend you know as the person putting the mines out i don't like it as the attacker who's going to be walking into a minefield Because it makes me very skittish, I get very tense, and I can't eat. (laughs) So minefields are available only per scenario OB. You can't you can't just put mines out. Um, The type, location, location, and strength of minefields are secretly recorded prior to the start of the play. So you got to write it down. You got to get your paper, write it down
0: everything sure like a pill box it's hidden or something like that too
1: dave let me ask you can minefields be placed on a bridge no paved road no runway no
0: except for a dirt runway
1: um (laughs) non-hidden at mines can yes they can go out yeah be on
0: a runway to be able to see them then
1: yeah uh sewer can you put mines in a sewer Uh, no. Surprised me that you cannot. How about a marsh? I would think. Marsh, of course. Mm,
0: I think it's too far under the water.
1: How about a Craig?
0: I would say yes, but is the answer no? The answer is no. Ah. Interior
1: building hex. No. Like right in the living room. No. No, Unless unless it's
0: a a, visible AT mine. Rubble? No.
1: Uh, How about a water obstacle hex?
0: Uh, no, it's too deep. Yeah.
1: That's right. You can't. So the presence of a minefield isn't revealed until a unit susceptible to that type of attack enters the minefield location, or if a multi-man counter discovers it by using a searching. Searching? Yeah, yes. okay. So, And the minefield's strength is not revealed if the minefield attack results in no effect, so you really don't know how powerful it is oh, I think, until it really goes oh, bang and you get hit. I
0: don't think I played that right. I f- do forget that. Yep. I just put it out right away. Yeah.
1: An anti personnel mine, otherwise known as an AP mine field, um, uses strengths of 6, 8, or 12 factors. And if a mine goes off, let's say you've got a mine factor of 12, <coughs> squad walks in there, mine goes off. What do you reduce the minefield um, factor to? Starts at 12. Nothing It stays the same. Yes, exactly. That was a trick question. <laughs> it isn't reduced by strength. They just stay there, which is great. Um, are minefields a hindrance to line of sight? No. Of course not. They're buried underground. That would not be. Uh, the terrain effect modifier of a minefield is equal to that of other terrain in the hex, but there is no TEM. Or FP modifier to a minefield attack.
0: Okay. So. If I'm in brush, well, brush isn't one anyway. Woods.
1: Yeah. No effect. You don't get the plus one. Right. Uh, There is no additional movement cost, of course, to enter a minefield. Because if there was, then then you'd know know there was a minefield. Whenever a unit enters or leaves a minefield, including if it's bypassing, then the player must announce that there's a minefield there. And I always do it like this:
0: "Aha, minefield!" <laughs> I remember my friend Jim wrote notes and passed them to me. At one said, "Octoon Minen.
1: Why? Why not yell it? Why not yell it out?
0: Yeah, I don't know. He would just hand me a note. I would open it. Octoon mining. Yeah,
1: I get too excited. Uh, So you announce that there's a minefield there versus that unit, and you resolve it on the IFT, revealing the minefield factors when uh, a... um, Has an effect then? Yeah, if an effect has resulted. Once the minefield factors have been revealed, you mark the hex with the appropriate strength minefield counter. So then you know what you're going to be getting into going forward. An AP minefield attack affects only moving and routing and advancing units, n- not units that are already in the hex. So if there are mm, already mm-hmm. units in there, which I kind of... And someone else comes running and in. And someone else comes running in. It only affects the running in units. The other
0: guys are okay. Hopefully he's so, far away from us when
1: he steps I guess on that mine. They They're just lucky. A concealed unit that's attacked by a minefield is attacked at either full or half strength, Dave. Which is it? But I'm going conce- f- full. You are correct, sir. And does it lose its concealment as a result of that attack? I'm saying yes. Uh, yes, it does. And he also loses his pants because it scared the heck out of him. <laughs> That's got to be really startling. Um, but it only loses concealment if it breaks or suffers a casualty reduction.
0: Okay, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay, so somebody was thought I had forgotten that, but I didn't because I'm reading it right from the book. I didn't forget a routing unit must or mu- or doesn't have to pass through a minefield, Dave? Which is it?
0: Uh, routing? Um, do they have to go n- through no, a minefield? No, no. Right. No, if they have an option.
1: Yeah. They can take a longer route to a building instead. They can go around it. Uh, vehicles are entering. Oh, well, are you doing AP mines? Uh, I won't. Or, uh, t- AT mines? I will next time. You're going to do the AT mines next time. Okay. Yeah, 28.5 unless okay. you did it. No, I didn't. Uh, but let me say, uh, Clearance. vehicles that enter an anti-personnel minefield also undergo an attack on the IFT. So, oh, unlike yeah. AT mines, if, if uh, infantry goes through an AT minefield, they don't trip any of those. But a vehicle the going through an will. AP minefield does. AP minefield attacks are always resolved before the AT minefield attacks, if there are also AT mines in that hex.
0: So, if you have a tank, you should use it to clear the way, yes, drive right on through where you think they are, right, so it's a good
1: idea if you're putting out mines, Stick a few a t mines in with your a p mines oh,
0: and make it more deadly for, yeah, scary for the tank to go searching. that's Ooh. right,, yeah, oh, I like it
1: uh passengers rider's crew of a vehicle that's being attacked by a mine are they immune to those
0: um yeah mines
1: are they yes. They are immune unless the vehicle is eliminated or immobilized. Oh, okay, sure. So, and if their vehicle's eliminated, the PRC roll for survival normally. Can you put minefields in a non-interior building hex?
0: Not yes, because they go around the building. Exactly on the ground around the picture depiction of the building. Yeah. Outside, yeah.
1: So, therefore, anybody going to bypass or uh, they're Ooh. going to be attacked. Yeah. By the minefield. Okay. Um, in some scenarios, there you'll be using the known minefield um, counters. So, these are counters that say that there are minefields here because this was fairly common in Africa.
0: To market. The- yeah. The... Uh,
1: various sites would lay out their mines and then they'd mark it that's a it's a minefield so that they didn't walk it to a, walk into one themselves it says here that these mi- special minefield counters were included in West of Alamein. i don't know if they're included in anything else but they were they did come in West of Alamein. i'm not going to go into all the details on that
0: mhm okay yeah i think there's dummy minefields too you can put out yes there are that are Your enemy doesn't know they're dummies, because they would mark it to just dissuade the enemy from moving that way. Right.
1: You'll find out if you go through it. May dummies set up in a minefield, Hex?
0: Uh, Yes. Yes, they can. Oh, I thought you were making a joke, like (laughs) stupid people. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was thinking of the dummy minefield. Yeah. Yeah. But you meant actual actual dummy, dummy counters. Dummy counters. <laughs> yeah. Yes, again.
1: And here's some uh, mine tips. I got this from uh, issue of the General. Ooh, very good. Volume twenty five, number two.
0: Ooh, outside research. Yes.
1: It says here, and I'll just read this. Anti tank mines are probably only worth the expense if you face more than one AFV. I would think. Because otherwise you. The chances yeah, the of them going are. through it, yeah. If you do face a bunch of steel monsters, the anti-tank mines are valuable indeed. They can be planted in density as low as one per hex, so you have wide coverage, but still a pretty good chance of one rolling through one and it going off. Um, they don't go off; the, these AT mines don't go off if infantry or cavalry move through them, which is mm-hmm. interesting. The horses don't; they're heavy them. too. But yeah. Okay. So, uh, here's a few tips. First, ensure that the minefield is laid out in adequate depth and breadth. This is something that I usually don't do. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I always opt for higher fu- uh, fire factors uh-huh. and fewer. And then they get skipped.
0: They, yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> they get skipped. Somehow the guy knows. Mining single hexes just means that your crafty opponent will search them out and go around. So put them in depth and in breadth. This means that most of the time you'll be using the lowest mine density. More mine hexes mean more shots, more clearing, and it really gives you your best odds for doing some damage. Hmm. Second Mm -hmm. tip. If you think your opponent is likely to use AFEs to make trail breaks, try to put an anti-tank mine in front of your anti-personal minefields. The leading edge can Hmm. really put a crimp in his breaching. Okay. Uh, Third if you think your opponent is likely to use mine clearing, then invest in level B booby traps. Assuming he is not inexperienced infantry. That will mean dice rolls of 11 or 12 will clobber him. We haven't gone through booby traps yet. Will that be next time? I guess. In terrain time, Where I do think those so. those rules come in? Um, I'd have to look. Well, Actually, don't worry about it. We'll yeah.
0: get to, I think it will be that part coming up.
1: Uh, fourth. Don't try to mine everywhere. You'll end up with fields too shallow to divert the attacker. Well, I, n- I never have that many minefield factors anyway in any of the scenarios I play. Uh, last but not least, minefields must have some firepower protection. As a rule mm-hmm. of thumb, I try to use mines to guard one-third or one-half of my line with one-sixth to one-fourth of my force protecting the mines. Okay. That Those were his tips. Uh, Oh, and I did not get the author of that article. I'm sorry. Whatever your name is. Uh, That article from the General, Volume 25, Number 2. So that covers it for Mines.
0: Super. Well, I took a little look at Wire, Jeff. Are you ready to be quiz taught? Yes. Quiz taught. Tell me about Wire. Well, and you're right, Jeff. We did do Wires and Mines on previous shows quite a while back, but we are... Going through terrain in order, yeah, and Jeff can tell you about me and going in order. Dave
1: likes to go in order, so he's very methodical. You know,
0: we I'm very admirable. Pretty trait. sure we covered the fire spreading, and we did. So yes. that gets us to the wire, and then I sent you ahead on mines, but I forgot entrenchments are here too, which we also kind of covered. Yeah, I don't know. Should I give ourselves permission to just? People Jump want bit. that they're willing to hear it again. Yeah, it was yeah. hundred episodes ago. Yeah. So wire. Remember, our goal is to finish all the rules. Yeah. Like in the next thirty episodes. Wire. When is wire placed? Uh, before the scenario begins. Correct. At setup. How many do you get?
1: That depends on the scenario. Special rules,
0: the OB. OB.
1: Not the special rules, but the OB.
0: Where can it not be set up?
1: Oh, well, you can't set up wire in a phone booth. Correct. Um, Where can you not set up wire?
0: In a minefield? Think think mines, the ones you...
1: Oh, okay. Well, on a road, you can set up wire on a road. Yes, you can. Yeah. And a crag? Uh,
0: No, not here. Oh, you... (laughs) (laughs) Look at your own list. Let's see. Would you put it up here in this room?
1: No. So an interior basement? A cellar?
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Buildings? Barney. 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 Rubble, <laughs> yes. Water, no. Obstacles, except frozen. You can put them on a frozen, frozen water. Yeah.
1: Sewers, uh, sewers? no. You, yeah.
0: Marsh, no. And crust levels. Okay. So I guess it's too confusing to try and have it at the crust level and lay it in the hex. Yeah. So try and mark it on a counter. I don't know, but they say you can't put it on a crust level. Well, I would think you could, but you can't. Now, is it a line-of-sight obstacle? No. Is it a hindrance even? No. What is the TEM of wire? Zero. Good trick
1: question. <laughs> are- Unless it's really thick, like 100-gauge <laughs> wire. Oh, no, that would be very thin, like 1-gauge wire. Oh, thick. is that how gauges work? Yeah. How do you know backwards. that? Uh, from my days in this audio business oh the thinner the higher numbers were thinner gauge wire wow yeah
0: infantry on a wire add a plus one to attacks and they get a neg one on them in close combat attacks when you're on the wire so I'll get into how you move later this is the order the rules came in
1: okay (laughs) yeah
0: Um, are units on and under the wire in the same location yes you're correct so a leader can direct fire from uh, troops on the other side, whether he's on top and they're under, or he's under and oh, they're okay. on top. He can direct fire. All right. When entering a wire hex, there is no extra movement costs per se. But do you know what they must do to get under the wire, which represents crossing the wire to the other side? They have to go under it before they can move out of the hex. Right. I don't remember. They roll one die with no leader modifier and spend that amount. So if you roll. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're on top of the wire and you want to cross under, you roll a die. So if you roll a five, it's too much. You don't get to go under. If you roll a two, you get to go under and you can continue moving. What if you roll a three? Um. <clears throat> yes, you cost three movement points, and you have four total for a squad. Okay. Then they can go out one gotcha. movement point. If you okay. roll four, it's all the movement points to go under. So I like to play wire again. It's been, it's been a very long time. Uh May they move under the wire during their movement phase? Yes. How about the route phase? Yes. May they move under in the same phase that they moved on it? So can they go on top, roll a die, and then continue? Yes. Uh, yes. Extra movement factors can be used to move beyond the hex, if you have any, and this even in the same turn. And you may move in any direction after going under the wire, even the direction you entered it from. I wrote, what? <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> so see. Why would you I do enter- that? I entered... It's on the road. I want to cross the road and get to the other side. I enter the wire. I roll a die to go under the wire successfully. I'm free to move out, including back the way I came, which in my mind is no. I should have to go back over the wire by rolling another die. Oh, I see what you're saying. To me, it represents crossing across, but it's not really true. Yeah.
1: So if you go into the wire and you're expending movement, points, obviously, to do that, and then your opponent reveals a nasty squad or something, and you think, I'm not going forward, (laughs) I'm I'm going backward.
0: Yes, then you're free to move out the way you came in. Or if he
1: reveals a squad that's adjacent to the wire, and you can't move into it during your movement phase. And you don't want to stay adjacent.
0: You can't stay, yeah, you don't want to stay adjacent. You you may move back, Okay, boy, I don't think I've ever done. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen that.
0: Now, would you be subject to first fire movement open ground?
1: Uh, open ground. Yes. I'm if it say open Yes. Ground. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How about non-assault movement if you use more than your four? Yes. Yes. And especially if you use all the movement factors getting under the wire. Now, can a unit on a wire use sewer movement? Uh, no. Correct. Can a unit on a wire celebrate the 4th of July?
1: <laughs> hmm. Uh, only if he's sent out his cards in advance. <laughs> okay, correct.
0: May it declare assault salt move. Um, On the wire, I want to go under. I want an assault move so I don't get the neg one. Yeah, I guess so. You can. Yep, of course now, if you roll the die and it's more than the four, or hmm. what, equal to the four, equal to your normal move, then you can't. Yeah. Use a move like the regular rule. Yeah. Um... You have to declare before rolling that you're trying to use the assault move, yes, I think, yes, now, what if the roll to go under exceeds the movement point, so I'm on it, well, you're hung up on the wire, yeah, so yeah, I go on the wire, roll five, I don't you, know the you movement just point. have to stay there, yeah. May an opponent see your die roll to go under before deciding to fire?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. You are correct. That's yeah. a
0: tricky one. Um, yeah, I guess it matters, right? You can figure out if you're gonna, if he's gonna come under or not. Right. So I wouldn't shoot at him if he rolls a six. He's not coming through. Now he rolls the next guy. He rolls a two. Oh, he's coming through and still coming. Yeah. I'm gonna fire at that guy. Right. May you use the leader movement factor bonus to go under the wire? Yes. Yes, and you have to declare it first before rolling that the leader's being Ah, used.
1: okay. A... Now, if you're hung up on the wire, your next turn, well, let's say and you don't advance, do you still have to roll to go under the wire? The
0: next turn again. You do, okay. And you can stay hung yeah. up again yeah. okay. for the next turn. All right. So it could be a very bad thing. Um, well, I didn't say you can't use CX, did I, on here? But I, I don't think you can because otherwise everyone would call double time and go and six. C- yeah. And then what's the point of rolling? Right. So, yeah, you can't use double time, but you can use a leader bonus. So a unit on a uh, wire may drop its portage points after seeing the roll in order to get under. So, if you're carrying something extra heavy, it slows mm. you down. You can just drop it and say, Okay, and I'm continue. going to continue. Okay. Yeah. And I think of this as maybe the weapons getting caught in the wire or something. Yeah. i I'm imagining. Yeah. And, and you're just frustrated, like, screw the light machine gun. Yeah. You know, I got to get under here and get moving. Uh, may you push a gun under the wire? No. How about a small puppy? Yes, uh, can a unit on the other side of the wire <laughs> recover a weapon from the other side of the wire? Ooh, I'm going to say no. You're correct. Yeah. Can't reach through. No, you'd have to go into to the wire back the other, to, back yeah,
1: and recover it that way
0: symbolically. Yeah. yeah. Um, may you use a minimum move to cross the wire? No. No, that's where you can. Ex- What's that? That's saying you can always go one space regardless of the movement points. Right, right. But you can't do that with wire because yeah. the whole point is you get stuck on it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And can infantry on top of a wire?
1: Then you can't even do it coming out of wire. If you spent, if you're stuck in wire, your next turn you can't use minimum move to, to get come, out of the wire. Correct, because yeah. you still
0: have to roll the. You got to roll. It. Okay. Can a unit on the other – oh, I'm sorry. Can infantry on top of the wire search the hex they're in? Uh, I'm going to say yes. They cannot search. Oh, because
1: yeah. they're too busy with that I,
0: danged up I, wire. I guess, or it's preventing them from being able to move all through the hex, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Is that a way to try and help you yeah. remember? Yep. Can infantry on top of the wire uh, whistle a happy tune? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they may. Mm-hmm. Can they entrench? <laughs> No. That's correct. No. That'd be silly. Can they enter a pillbox in that hex when they're on top of the wire? No. That's correct, because they're still on the other side of the wire, Yeah, I guess. Can a unit on top of a wire sing a song of Sixpence? Yes. Do you even know what that is? No. I don't either.
1: Sing a song of sense. And then a
0: pocket full of rye. I don't quite. I get it. Is that like rye whiskey? Like you're smuggling it? I'm hoping the, so.
1: <laughs> and then four and 20 blackbirds. <coughs> Who would ever bake them in a, in pie. a pie? Horrible. It's well, nonsensical nonsensical. Uh, blackbird pie might be
0: okay. Uh, Maybe four and 20? Well, it takes a lot. Well, if They're you de- debone them and you yeah. take out the feathers yeah. and the beaks. Right. <laughs> I hate when I'm <laughs> eating the pie and Black you get the crunchy beak yeah. in there.
1: Yeah. It's Broke my tooth on a beak. <laughs> really
0: Annoying. Okay. Can I, uh, uh, you know, on top of wire sing a song of Mike Pence? Yes. Can, <laughs> can they engage in close combat with guys beneath the wire? Oh,
1: for the love of God. Why do we play this game? <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible question. Um,
0: Well, it's close combat. Sure. Yeah, you can.
1: Yeah. But what a mess. (laughs) What a mess that is. Guys
0: are going to get hurt. Especially if it's razor wire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then rule 26.41, route. Do routing units pay wire movement costs? Um, I'm going to say yes. Yes, they do. Yeah. Even if surrendering...
1: You're shaking your head, no, that makes me think no. Yes, yeah,
0: no, I thought they're not this, luring me into I was your they clever would.
1: traps. Yeah, I, I, I was would thinking think they sure. still
0: would, but no, so oh. surrendering, they're just, I guess, you get them. I did write a 20.21 if anyone wants to check that. Hmm. Um, if you fail to wrap, well,
1: if they're surrendering, they have to be surrendering to enemy units that are also in the hex,
0: correct? No, adjacent hexes. Oh, it's adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, there's because I was a thinking maybe they'd it, be yeah. helping them,
1: helping them through the wire. Well, here, let me help you. <laughs> you're coming over I'm a prisoner. To let me help you.
0: Come to the dark side. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> if you fail to roll enough to route to get under the wire, and you're adjacent to the enemy, oh. and broken, oh,
1: you got to be eliminated.
0: Ah, uh, you are correct. To that route. was my question. Yeah. You are right. Yeah. May cavalry enter wire. No. May they leap over it? On a charge. If, if, all, if
1: only that was a rule. <laughs> jete. You just so, yelled at the horse. Jete. that French. Is that That's, actually a command for horses? Well, no, it's a command for ballet dancers. Oh. That's what they, <laughs> when they're
0: leaping, it's
1: jete. Oh. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> no.
1: Oh, my. I guess not.
0: Even if they, so they can't leap over it? No. Even if they are show horses? Yeah, really.
1: And show off horses. No. Yeah, they're going to snag their hoofs on that wire. Can motorcycles
0: go through wire? No. No, it's a very tragic yeah. thing when yeah. it happens.
1: Steve McQueen tried <laughs> in The Great Escape. Did, did he actually hit wire? He got hidden, he got hung up in the wire. He did it at the he end? Tried, like, yeah, he tried to jump that last big barrier and oh, yeah. ended up in it.
0: What uh, a cool guy. Adam loved that movie, remember? Oh, yeah. Great uh, movie. Do gliders land above or beneath the wire?
1: What? Yes. Gliders should be nowhere near that's wire. That's what
0: I would think. And it's actually beneath.
1: No kidding. Yeah. They so land?
0: I guess they just crush it and okay. your dudes jump out. Yeah. They're they're through. Yeah. <clears throat> Parachutes, too, though. And that's odd. But... uh and getting near these as far as I got on these uh, 26.43 vehicles. They're never placed beneath wire, but they affect units above and beneath normally for train effect modifier and line of sight. Armored cars, trucks, and half tracks pay a four movement point cost plus cost of train. Hmm. Um, can they bog on the wire? Yes. That is true. And fully tracked pay two movement points. And also check for bog. So four movement points for armored cars, trucks, half tracks. Ah, okay. Two for fully tracked, but fully tracked can also, wire can stop them. I guess that's historically accurate. Yeah. Can a unit on a wire place or throw a set or set a DC? Yes. No. They're too busy. I guess. Yeah. So you're on the wire. You really want to just toss that DC over there. Yeah. They don't let you. Can't. Can they double time? No. Oh, right. There it is. I I said it was missing. Yeah. Can they dash? No. Actually, yes. Really? Yep. As Uh, they move under the wire, that is. They can dash if they can qualify otherwise. And so I didn't quite finish. Uh, Oh, I was so close. 26.5 26.5 clearance, it can be removed by infantry using the normal clearance rules. A DC placed can double as a Bangalore torpedo and be used to remove a wire counter with an original KIA result on the IFT table. Oh, okay. Placing unit cannot be in the same location with the wire to remove it. Exception, Japanese. And the movement factor cost of placing it, there is no additional movement factor cost due to the wire. <clears throat> set DC eliminates it with a final KIA.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: FFE, Concentrated Aerial Bombardment, could occasionally clear wire. Yeah. And... have actually seen a that happen. KIA? Oh, you have? Yeah. And uh, fully tracked vehicles, whenever they pass a BOG check, it removes the wire from the hacks if the colored direl of the BOG dial is a one. Ah! <sighs> done there's right. one I never remember yeah you can remove it with a one color die roll bog check because ones are good wow right yeah ones Those are good better
1: and that makes total sense it does so then there's no more wire so run your tanks through that wire I think and hope for that color die yeah I think yeah. the odds are with yeah. you right yeah um so, yeah, we should play a wire scenario so we can apply some of these rules, I think so. And yeah, we'll would like to. Wire and minefields cuz I'd like to put wire on top of my minefields. <laughs> it's Just stack fun. it all
0: up. And how about another word from our sponsor?
1: Yeah. Dave. When you need to scratch your ASL itch, uh-huh. where do you where do you go?
0: I have to go somewhere where there's fast service. Yes. Somewhere Where the store clerks are very nice. Nice clerks, yep. Somewhere where I'm going to get good ASL bang for my buck.
1: Yep. And selection.
0: And free shipping.
1: So, here's where I go. Where do you go, Uh, Jeff? I'll I'll let you in on a little secret. Don't tell anybody. Ritter Creek. What is that again? Ritter Creek. Ritter Creek. RitterKrieg.com. They've got selection. They've got fast shipping. They've got... What was the other thing you asked for? Friendly clerks. Friendly clerks. I'm talking friendly. <laughs> They're great at Ritter Creek. They got all kinds of stuff. It's a great website to go and peruse around. And ASL stuff galore. And free shipping now. Free shipping. Who which is, can possibly yeah. beat that? Now, we want you to go to your local neighborhood gaming store and support them any way you can. If
0: you got one anymore. But if there's ASL to be had, go to Ritter Creek. Registerkrieg Yeah, under an hour.
1: Okay, that looks like a show.
0: Yeah, time flew. You know, Jeff, I'm I'm not going to go back and revisit that airplanes article. Oh, you're not LFT. okay because yeah. really that's more will be like teaching. Yeah, um,
1: and we've covered that. Unless yes, they've got something special in there, but I well, it looked pretty. It, I mean, it looks extensive, exhaustive.
0: But now that I'm saying that, uh, how about just advice from the cockpit? Jettison. I'll attack on three minutes here. Okay, sure. <laughs> in a dogfight, never hesitate to jettison the load, your bomb load, because it penalizes you. So that's what he's saying. Sighting t- task checks coming in with airplanes, you really want to avoid too many positive die rolls. Even if there's a juicy target, you know, uh, it's just going to be too hard to s- be able to get the sighting task check done to go in and attack. And a 12 or more gets a mistaken attack, and you can shoot your own guys. Uh, also, saying look for those. Uh, Unconcealed guy is very important. You get an egg two on spotting them and targets moving. And then a bomb dissuasion. He's, he's pointing out the powerful bomb on your airplane is like to be used to just keep the guy afraid you're going to come in at some point with it. So once you launch it, you're no longer that threat, right? Right. He calls it oh, dis- I see. dissuasive. Staying dissuasive is easy don't attack the, with a the bomb until a really juicy target shows up and mm. <clears throat> you're intimidating your enemy's movement.
1: Um, Anticipating.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't forget Stukas when they dive bomb. The people are pinned under there. And so, yeah, he covers all the rules and general advice. If you have to destroy AFVs, use machine guns rather than bombs keeping the ladder for unarmored targets, which is interesting. Oh. Only Stuka and Napalm will have any effect attacking the front line and supporting the advance. Other planes will be more useful to hinder enemy movements and slow reinforcements is how he recommends playing them. And that article, again, uh, they'll teach you all the way to play. There's lots of tables in here, too, actually, with modifiers, a Napalm availability table, the machine gun factor tables for airplanes, so I like to shrink all these down, put them on a sheet of paper, add it in with my Spilky charts, and that again, Lawrence Closier and Lawrence Forrest, thank you guys for a great uh, Birds of Prey article on air power in ASL. Done. da 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 So thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everybody,
1: for another great episode. Well... We're not going to thank you. Oh, yes. We did all the work.
0: <laughs> okay. But thanks for listening anyway. But do roll low and rally well. But not, not when, when you're playing, playing us. us. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.
1: And clink and drink. And remember your sugar.